And it's going to be a fabulous Thursday. We are approaching the Labor Day weekend. Oh, looks like it's going to be nice weather if you want to get away and head to the lake or go enjoy yourself. We're going to talk about that weather forecast coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, first off, I want to talk about this does not affect our area, although at some point it possibly could. Um, it's getting a lot of a national attention. An emergency alert. It appeared last night on television telling residents about an immediate evacuation notice for Los Angeles and other areas, and it was broadcast in air. Confused residents taking to Twitter and all Facebook, all those places, to share screenshots of the message that interrupted programming. The emergency alert system, civil authority issuing an immediate evacuation notice for counties and areas in Los Angeles and Ventura, California, the eastern North Pacific Ocean. <laughs> it's not clear how many people, you know, way into the millions, received the alert. The Ventura County Sheriff's Office uh, they later wrote that it had been sent in air. Now, just so you you know, you know how this whole system works. The federal government requires radio and television broadcasters to allow the civil authorities to without any human intervention on the broadcaster's part, to allow these authorities to issue warnings. If from Spokane and Spokane County they issue a warning, it will automatically um, take over the programming here. And so when the Ventura County Sheriff's Office screwed up, probably running a test on their system and then wasn't supposed to be sent to broadcasters, it automatically goes over the air. It's, from my perspective, it is a terrible system. Um, but the government, uh, the last several years has really expanded that system. Uh, last year, about 3% of our gross revenues went to maintaining and updating and being compliant with this government emergency system. And... Uh, Put people down in the L.A. area into panic last night. Uh, all because a sheriff's office goofed up. 
experience technology satisfaction a written warranty and over 30 years experience that's what makes davis auto rebuild stand out from the rest at davis auto rebuild customers are our number one priority and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle so we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars and also help with your insurance claims call davis auto rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 south main in colville and see the davis auto rebuild difference well, when it's hot and it's dry and you have a thunderstorm roll through, yeah, you're going to have lightning-caused fires, and hopefully none of those fires develop into big fires. There are a variety of small fires indicated in the North Deadman Creek area after yesterday's lightning storm came through. Crews are going to be watching the entire area for hot spots or smoke, following the lightning storm. Crews responded last night to a fire. It was caused by lightning strikes over in Ponderay County. This fire located west of the Kalispell Casino. No evacuation alerts uh, for that fire. No structures reported threatened. But uh, fire crews did have to respond to that fire Again, lightning-caused fires. Uh, we're probably going to be hearing more. I'm hearing reports uh, over in the Little Ponderay uh, Wildlife Refuge. I don't have any confirmations on that yet, but uh, I have the feeling uh, we might have some small fire situations over that way, again, because of the lightning. For top-notch customer service and unmatched choices in insurance products, you can depend on the folks at Guide Insurance Services in Colville. For home and auto, farm, life, health, personal and business insurance policies, call for a free quote and take advantage of rates, benefits, and services designed to give you more for your money. Call Guide Insurance Services today at 684-5850 or stop in at the Town Center Building, 298 South Main, Suite 101. All right, Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife releasing information earlier this week about four confirmed wolf depredations, that in the smack-out pack territory. Well, after airing the information from the state press release, Scott Nielsen, president of the Cattlemen's Association, had some comments and questions for Fish and Wildlife. Response to the WDFW on the livestock depredations by the Smackout Pack. They did their press release very sterile, saying what had happened, but they don't tell us what they're going to do now. And what my position is, is they're operating under a protocol that has been developed. That protocol calls for the rancher to do non-lethal deterrence, a minimum number, which the ranchers are doing far more than what is required of them by the WDFW protocol, and then they're having these depredations. The wolves are eating their cattle, and they've got a chronic problem now with the smack out. You know, they had attacks on the 17th, the 20th, the 27th, the 28th, and then they had two 
confirmed ones again the morning of the 31st. And we as the ranchers are sitting here going, what is the reason for developing a protocol? That protocol was an agreement between the ranchers and the environmental community and WDFW, however you want to say it, that there was an expectation of ranchers to do certain things if wolves were to be removed. You know, the ranchers are living with the wolves as long as the wolves are behaving themselves. But the ranchers have done everything they've been asked to do. They have met their burden of the protocols and the wolves are now attacking and eating the livestock. And so something needs to be done and they should have come in and started initiating removal. They reached that on the 27th. WDFW being a government agency, it takes them some time to work through their processes. And that's what's really frustrating for me and for the producers. And the department's saying nothing except for they will go out and look at them. And then they're making a decision, I guess. There's no information coming forth except the press release that recognizes the problem. They're the wolf managers. What is the solution? That's what we want to know. And if they've got some solutions, we'd love to hear them. But the press release lays out the problem. The cattle are being eaten by the wolves. How about now we do something about it? They will eventually, but all of this information goes to the regional director. And why? I have no idea. What does he have to do with it? The ranchers work with the conflict staff, have done what was asked of them. Now the regional director will look at it and take a couple of days to then move it on to the director. Then the director will look at it and take a couple of days deciding what to do. And then if they move to where they decide to remove wolves, which is what the agreement is, they need to do it quickly because their next thing that they're going to tell us is the science they use says that they need to do their removal within 14 days. It usually takes at least a week to 10 days, and then it leaves them very few days to actually address the problem. Ranchers are losing trust of the department. They've had a lot of problems this year, a lot of issues. Ranchers are just shooting them, and a lot of times they're shooting them and then reporting them, and they're caught in the act or whatever, and that's happening because they don't see the department dragging the problem and taking care of it. The problem is getting worse. What are they doing about it? That's what I would like to know. Every step takes time, and why do we do all of that? Why don't we just move when we reach the threshold? Ranchers end up with damn few options. We're waiting there being told, oh, it's out of our hands. We don't have to let wolves kill our cows. It should not be allowed. And I know they've got excuses. Oh, we're a big agency and it takes time. I just don't think that's acceptable. It's not acceptable to me. It's not acceptable to us. And it shouldn't be to this community. Hogwash. We do not encourage people to take the issue into their own hands. But when they get these kind of responses from WDFW, I certainly understand why they do. All right. That's Scott Nielsen. We talked with him. Uh, coming right up, we talked with the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Life is best lived in motion. A Automotive Tire Pros will help keep you on the road, making sure you're ready for any adventure life throws your way. September 1st through October 31st, get up to a $100 Visa prepaid card with the purchase of a set of four qualifying light truck SUV general tires. With A Automotive Tire Pros by your side, you can continue to explore the unfamiliar. Visit us online today. A Automotive Tire Pros. Love the drive. See store for complete details. Offer ends 103122. Void where prohibited. 
All right, we talked with Stacy Lehman, Department of Fish and Wildlife, for clarification on the situation and the lethal removal process. In this case, it has been, and we are discussing whether to move forward with lethal removal. It is, in the end, the director's decision. So it's hit the threshold, definitely, in this case, with smack out. And a recommendation did go to the director today. I don't know what that recommendation was. And that's from staff, like the whole team that works with wolves in Northeast Washington sits down and debates, did we try enough non-lethal deterrence? Is there anything else we can try? They look through all the details and decide, should we move forward with lethal removal and recommend it or not? That report went to the director today. Then we wait for the director to make his decision. He's the end-all, be-all as far as when it comes to making decisions. It's on him. Right now, the director is considering whether to move forward with another lethal removal. It's everything that's documented in all of our policies and procedures. Nothing's changed with the protocol. We are still a certain amount of depredations in a certain amount of time. That triggers the whole process where the team gets together and debates whether or not to recommend lethal removal. And that's where we're at right now. He goes through that report like with a fine-tooth comb. It's a big decision, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of people who are invested either way, so he wants to make sure he knows all the details. So it depends on his schedule, if he's booked in meetings all day, if he's available and can read through it right away. He'll usually read through it and take some time to think about it. So hopefully, though, because we are on a timeline, hopefully it would be within a day or two. But generally, he tries to do it in as short of time as possible while considering all the facts, while being thorough about it. Unfortunately, the whole process takes some time because a report has to be put together. We document every one of the depredations, and then the team has to get together and decide what the recommendation is. Then they have to put a report together, and then it goes to the regional director, and he decides whether he supports their recommendation. Then he forwards it on to the director. And we agreed last year that, yeah, we need to shorten somehow the process, and that's when Kelly Seussman said, I will make a great effort to move things along on our end. You know, the cattlemen are all, hey, it's taking too long. And we can completely see that point because it is a huge process. But because of all the legal ramifications, we have to document every single little step that goes into it. Because if we go out and kill a wolf, chances are good. Somebody's going to file a lawsuit. So we have to make sure that every box is checked and every T crossed and I dotted. So that's the process. And it's a large team. Everybody has to come to some sort of agreement. If there's not agreement, they have to kind of go back to the drawing board because we have to agree on something. Do we move forward to lethal removal? Do we not? can only move as fast as we can move, unfortunately. And a lot of the producers have really come around to working with us in the past couple of years. So we feel like we're all definitely making an effort, and we know that the producers are too. All right, a whole lot of effort going on, both uh, the cattle producers and fish and wildlife. And, well, we will keep you advised as to uh, the decision. Apparently, the paperwork has gone to the fish and wildlife director. Reimagined Home is Colville's one-stop shop for flooring, countertops, blinds, tile, and home decor. Everything you need to turn your house into your dream home. The experienced team at Reimagined Home offer expert design services, complimentary measurements and quotes, and professional installation. Also, it's the only place in town you can get chalk paint by Annie Sloan, the one and only true chalk paint. Stop in and meet the team at Reimagined Home at 108 South Main Street in historic downtown Colville or call 509-684-4673. Lowering tuition would certainly be fairer to students and families than giving away the money on unpaid loans. That according to the state Senate Republican leader. 
Senator John Braun says the president's write-off of billions in outstanding college loans isn't fair to working people who couldn't afford college or to those who paid their own way. This is the wrong thing to do. When everybody's struggling with affordability, everybody's struggling with the cost of food and gas and housing and child care, to just pick a few winners and help them and leave everybody else behind. Braun says when Republicans led the state Senate, they worked to cut tuition at the state-run two- and four-year schools, but it's climbing again under majority Democrats. I had the good fortune to sponsor a bill that lowered tuition, but it did a way that was fair to everyone. It didn't pick winners and losers. That's the right way to do it if you're going to go down this path. Ron says the next state budget needs to address the affordability crisis in our state, including making college more affordable so students incur less debt. I'm Tracy Ellis. You know what I really like best about Saunders Furniture? Saunders lets you buy off the floor. If you see what you like, you could take it home tonight. In fact, Sandra's outlet is stocked with Ashley Furniture, and I love watching customers come in, point to what they want, we wrap it up, and load it out. It's so simple. Delivery is available. Check out Sandra's Furniture and Sandra's Outlet for your instant gratification. A former staff sergeant stationed at Joint Base Lewis-McChord pleading guilty to charges related to traveling to a foreign country with the intent to engage in child sex crimes. The Department of Justice says uh, the man uh, from Stilicum pled guilty to sex trafficking children production of child pornography, engaging in illicit sexual activity in a foreign place. He admitted to using Philippine residents to recruit over a dozen children to produce pornography. He admitted to engaging in sexual acts with at least six children in the Philippines. He faces 15 years to life in prison. Wagen Brothers Lumber specializes in forest improvements and thinning treatments that add value to the forests for people, products, and the environment. We are currently purchasing saw logs, tonwood, chipwood, and also timberland. Contact Wagen Brothers today at 509-684-5071. Or for more information, go to www.wagenbrothers.com. Oh, it got a little scary mid-game, but the Mariners get another win. Abraham Toro hit a go-ahead two-run homer in the seventh inning. The Mariners over Detroit 5-3, their fifth win in six games. Toro had been recalled from AAA Tacoma on Tuesday, had two hits, the uh, Mariner starter, Marco Gonzalez, allowed three runs, seven hits in six innings. Paul Sewald worked around two walks in the ninth and got his 17th save. The Mariners, they attempt to keep a three-game win streak intact. They take on Detroit. Well, it's an early game today. Pre-game at 9 o'clock First pitch just after 10. It's Mariner Baseball on 92.1 KCRK. It's the start of the high school football season and Colville traveling down to Rogers on Saturday. Earl Adams will have the play-by-play. 
Colville Rogers in football, 1 o'clock. That'll be Saturday afternoon. Later in the day on Saturday, it is the home opener for the WSU Cougars. The Cougars take on Idaho. That'll be a 4.30 pregame. That'll be on KCVL. Well, it's going to be a tough go for the Mariners as soon as they finish with Detroit. The Friday game, it's the start of a three-game series at Cleveland. Again, Cleveland first place in the Central Division. Mariners moved up one spot. Toronto, they lost yesterday. So Mariners a little better off as far as the wild card goes. A look at today's local weather forecast brought to you by K9 Designs. The owner, Suzette, along with groomers, Brandy, Josie, Shirley from Southpaw, Going to treat your pet to the pampering they deserve. You're going to find the folks, Canine Designs, right at 105 and a half North Main Street. You can take your pet down today. Dogs Monday through Friday, cats on Saturday at Canine Designs. Sunny and hot, 94 today, 51 overnight. 97 on Friday, 88 Saturday, 89 Sunday. Labor Day, still going to be sunny and 86 degrees. What's this, sunny and clear on a Monday holiday? Goodness. Uh, Sunny and 88 Tuesday, sunny and 84 Wednesday. The hot, dry weather continues. Canine Designs offering $10 walk-in nail trims, full grooming options. Call them 509-684-5959. You can make your appointment today. No wind in the valley. The barometer at 30.10. We are right at 60 degrees. I'm Eric Carpenter. Thanks a lot for joining us here Thursday on KCVL, KCRK.